0: everyday world, in uh, our everyday life, and and we should come with an assumption that when we walk into a room, when we walk into a workspace, when we walk into the different areas of our life, that God might want to use us to bring about his kingdom glory. Today we're going to be talking about, briefly, about the fact that um, uh, believe God is bigger. That's the uh, the B, believe God is bigger. Now, to believe God is bigger is to believe that God is bigger than the mountains that we have in our lives. Bigger than the issues that we might be facing, the struggles that we might have, the challenges, the complexities. That God is bigger than our health condition, our mindsets, our situations. That God is greater than what we see in the natural and what we see in the supernatural or the spiritual. So we're just going to briefly look at this um, passage uh, from Mark's Gospel. Uh, you may have come across it before if you've been studying your scriptures. But it is uh, Jesus having an encounter with the man at the tombs, And this is how it goes. They, that's Jesus and the disciples, went across the lake to the region of Gerasenes. And when Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an impure spirit, and some call it an evil spirit, some call it um, uh, something around that line, came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain. For he had been often been chained, hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart, broke the irons from his feet, and no one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and in the hills, he would cry out, just cry out. You can hear the echo in the story. And also cut himself with stones. And when he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees, or in some translations says worshipped him, or submitted himself to him in front of him. And he shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? In God's name, do not torture me. For Jesus had said to him, Come out of this man, you impure spirit. And then Jesus asked him, what is your name? My name is Legion, he replied, for we are many, speaking to the spirit inside, not to the man. And uh, the spirit begged Jesus again and again not to send him out of the area. And a large herd of pigs was feeding in the nearby hillside. And the demons begged Jesus, send us amongst the pigs, allow us to go into them. He gave them permission and the impure spirits came out and went into the pigs. The herd, about 2,000 in number, rushed off a steep bank into the lake and were drowned. Those tending the pigs ran off and reported this to the town and to the countryside. And the people went out to see what had happened. What did happen? And when they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had been possessed by a legion of demons sitting there, dressed, and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Now, I could spend three weeks on that Bible passage there. It is... a a chunky uh, story in so many ways when you talk about spiritual warfare when you talk about uh, what's going on but in Mark's gospel here he places it amongst two other stories for a particular reason it says when he got there from the other side of the lake is the story of Jesus being in the boat and calming the storm we've done this when we preached on God is bigger before so that's the first story where Jesus has lordship over the physical. Here we have a story that Jesus has lordship over the spiritual. And the next story is uh, Jesus healing a woman and raising woman to, uh, a woman from the, uh, a girl from the, the dead, and it shows that God, uh, Jesus has lordship over the physical. And so Mark is putting these three things together. Basically to give us the idea that God is bigger, that Jesus is Lord of all. Do we get an amen? Jesus is Lord all, of all, all. He wants to make sure that we know how big our God is. How in charge our God is. How magnificent he is. How infallible he is. How unchangeable he is. How powerful he is. Because we see in every one of these stories a situation of hopelessness where Jesus comes in and radically changes it. In this story, there is a man with no solution, no uh, control, no way out and no hope. We meet a community that has no idea what to do, no compassion for this man and no power to change it. They think the best thing they can do is bind him up and even that does not work. But Mark wants to draw our attention that even the evil spirits obey Jesus. Now we could talk about the pigs and we could talk about ham soup, and we can talk about all the kinds of things that go on there, and why that is, but I'm not going to bother that with that this morning. Because I want you to realize that what Mark is trying to tell us is that Jesus' name is above all other names, that God is bigger. And when it comes to our life, when it comes to what is happening in us, Mark is wanting to draw us in to say, will you, can you believe that God is bigger? That God's got it. That God is going to be at work in your life. And that if a man who is totally not in control of anything that he does. He is so possessed that, that he has got nothing of himself left in there but just packed full of demons. A legion is about three or 4,000 people. Now, I don't know if that means that he had three or 4,000 people, but there were 2,000 pigs. So it's a lot going on. He had a lot of voices in his head. Mark is saying if he can do that for that man, can he do, can God do it for you? He's asking the question, can you believe that God is bigger than your mountain? Can you believe that God is bigger than your situation? Can you believe that God is bigger than your mindset? Now here's the rub. Here's the the danger of preaching a sermon like this, even though I'm going to compact it down for you. That if you believe God is bigger, it's designed to give you hope that God is at work in every situation. It's designed to uh, build up your faith. But if there is a distance between your head and your heart, you want to believe it, and you believe it in your head but your heart isn't, then your actions are going to prove to you where your faith is actually in. Your actions will always show you what you actually believe in. And if you actually believe that God is bigger, then your actions need to show it. That means that when the turmoils come and when the struggles come, have you dug your foundation down deep onto the rock so that when, when it comes you know that God has got you. Because sometimes, I don't know about you, but sometimes we can just think that we know it in our head, but our heart is distant and our heart doesn't quite believe it. And if we truly come with a thing that, that God is bigger, a belief that God is bigger, and we pray it, and it doesn't go the way that we think it should go, that we pray boldly and, and, and it didn't work out the way that we did, the situation got worse and not better, that we thought that God was going to turn up and, and we don't see the evidence of it, it can be really hard to go, well, can I believe that God is bigger? It is a dangerous prayer to pray. I had a friend, went to youth group with him many years ago, And he decided that he was going to believe this, that God was bigger. And so he believed it in his head, but I'm not sure he believed it in his heart. And so what he did is he goes, well, God has got me, so I'm just going to run headlong into whatever situation it is. So he saw a couple of people fighting. And he goes, God's got me. God's protected me. And he goes in and he he steps in the middle of it and he gets clobbered. Absolutely knocked out, and, he, and I remember him. He wasn't just talking to me; he was talking to a group of us, going, "You know what? I I, I believe that God was bigger. I trusted God, and look what happens. And I'm not going to do that anymore." And so, as I'm reflecting on this and the, and the concept that God is bigger, God is bigger brings hope and brings faith to your life situation. But when we pray that God is bigger and believe that God is bigger, I think we need it just to, to make sure that our head and our heart are in the right place and our discernment is in the right place. Or we can find ourselves losing hope instead of growing hope, losing faith instead of growing faith. And that's why I think that, again, why I think that Mark has put this story amongst three other story, uh, two other stories. Because I think that we need to be wise in how we come to God and ask him to be bigger in our lives. Because these three stories uh, flow the three different areas of our life. It flows the practical side of our life, the spiritual side of our life, and the physical part of our life. And if we get to a point where we're praying for God to do something big practically when we should be praying something spiritually, then we're asking God to do something that he doesn't want to do. And if we're praying for something physical when it's actually something spiritual, then we're asking God to do something that he doesn't want to do. I think that we have to have an ear to what the Spirit wants to do in our life for God to turn up big in our life in different ways. Now, I'm not saying that God, you know, I'm giving God an out here. I'm definitely not. But I'm saying that if we come with an attitude that God is bigger, to build our faith, to trust that he has it, what I'm saying is that we need to have an ear to hear what he wants us to pray. You see, because if Jesus came to this man who had a, 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 a a, 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 a lot of demons inside of him, and said you know what I'm going to pray for calm on your life it wasn't going to do any good if he came to the, to the lady who need healing or the lady who was raised from the dead and, and said you know what there's a spiritual thing going on here but Jesus just wanted the, uh, God just wanted to raise him from the dead then he's going with the wrong prayer And so so I want to encourage you this morning that God wants you to believe that he's bigger. That is what the Lordship of Jesus Christ is all about. As followers of Jesus, we submit ourselves to the Lordship of Christ. But what I want to encourage you to do is whatever mountain is in front of you, whatever situation is going on in your life, no matter what health thing is that you are going on, God wants you to believe he's bigger but he also wants you to discern how you should pray for for him to work and to actually ask him what he needs to do. Now, I was involved with the Pinery fires, which were a couple of years ago. And the Pinery fires stretched all the way from uh, Pinery, just up past Malala, went all the way through to the Barossa. And at the the time, I was at the minister in Gawler and I was also looking after the churches in Malala, and two wells. And there were people who had died and, the, and lots and lots of property was lost. And I went and spoke to, to many people who'd lost absolutely everything. And I went to uh, one of my parishioners who uh, was at Hemley Bridge and the fire had swept through her property and she goes, Barry, I want you to see this. And she showed me an aerial photo of her house. And she said, Barry... I prayed that God's hand will be upon my house, that we wouldn't lose it. He says, look at this, and you could literally see a handprint where the fire had not gone. Now I don't know what to make of that. That could be coincidence, sure. But she believed that God was bigger. And she goes, I don't need to cast out a spirit here. I don't need to go super spiritual. I don't need to to pray uh, uh, for our physical well-being. What I need to do is pray practically. And so she prayed practically that God would work. I've seen uh, um, the, the healing of my daughter start take place... Uh, I I was looking for spiritual answers, I was looking for healing answers, and all she really needed to do was get out of the property that she was in to receive the healing that she needed. And so what I'm saying is when we believe God is bigger, let's not just throw a Hail Mary up and say, God, do something about it. But let us come discerning, saying, God, will you show us the way on how you can be bigger, what I need to pray in the situation. So if you've got a health thing going on, it could be something practical like my daughter. It could be something spiritual. You might have something going on there that you need uh, healing in. It might be just that you need to pray and ask God to heal. But come with understanding that God is bigger, that God wants to move, but with a discerning spirit to know how to pray because as we keep on praying that God is bigger we we get more robust faith and if we come humbly before God saying I know this is a reality but I just got to work out how you want to work in it then we will be people whose faith will grow from strength to strength to strength let's pray stand with me please Well, loving God, I want to pray for those people in the room who have mountains in their life right now. Whose faith has been shaken because they've prayed boldly, but yet you don't have you have not yet seemed to work. And Lord, I, I pray for your spirit that you'll just give us a humble spirit within. It says, I know God's bigger than the situation. I know God wants to be at work here. And to give us a heart that seeks after your voice, Lord. So that we can see the victory that we know that you want us to have in our lives. So I pray for those that are struggling right now. Lord, will you bless them? will you bless them if they need something practical if they just need some assistance some some getting alongside of Lord will you bless them and will you help us be a community that will bless them pray for those people in the room Lord who have spiritual struggle that they need you to turn up powerfully in Lord Jesus Lord, will you give them a humble spirit and a a desire, Lord, to say, I know that you've got this. And I pray for those people who've got physical things going on, who have been praying for you to bring healing week after week, month after month. And, Lord, uh, and they struggle to believe that you can heal Lord will you give them a humble spirit that just says I know that you've got this God and I'm going to keep on praying and keep on seeking what you want for us so Lord will you bless us as your people will you encourage us will you grow our faith as we put you as Lord believe that you are bigger. In Jesus' name we pray.